0: You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast episode number 50. Today, I'm talking to you all about what to do if your content isn't working. Are you ready? Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner and What's up, coach? Thank you so much for joining me today on another episode of the PT Profit podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today we're talking all about that second part. I said this was going to be a two part training about what to do if your content isn't resonating. So, in an earlier episode, I was talking to you all about price and the conversation around price and the conversation around offer. And so today we're going to be diving into the conversation around messaging, because the truth of the matter is that if your content is not working, or you're feeling like your products and services aren't selling, meaning that they're, you're not getting the clients that you're wanting to get, it ultimately comes down to two things. Are you putting the right offer in front of the right person at the right time? And are you communicating the value of the asking investment? And more than just the value, are you communicating 10 times the value. Are you solving a $10,000 problem for a $1,000 asking investment? And so today we're going to be really diving into the second part of that conversation, the messaging component, because it is a huge Component And when you're in the thick of it, I get it. It can be hard to assess what's working, what's not working, which is why it's so key that you really have a good understanding of what metrics are that matter and what metrics you're measuring. So I'm super excited, as you can tell, to dive into this episode today. Now, if you're new around here, I'm recording this episode. Oftentimes, the solo episodes are what I call late night episodes. So this is late night with Beverly, essentially. Because given the current circumstances and my kids, going remote, going out of remote, sometimes it can be a little bit tricky to find the times to sit down and record. So I've been recording late at night. And so for my non Parents out there late at night right now is 8 p.m. on Sunday. But for someone who gets up at 5 a.m., 8 p.m. starts to feel a little bit late. But in 2021, my word is love. If you've been following me on Instagram, meaning that I will be only doing things that I love, and the podcast is one of them. And now, originally, I was going to pick the word discipline. And I know this is kind of a slight segue, but I realized that the discipline will come when I do things out of love. And so I love doing this podcast. Honestly, over the the vacation that I took, over the holidays, it honestly really revived me. And I had so many amazing conversations with y'all over on my Instagram. So I got really inspired and I have a ton of amazing content that's coming your way. And the guests that I have lined up for you, I just really hope you're excited for 2021 because this is Legitimately going to blow your mind. It's going to blow my mind. And so I'm so excited that you are here along for the ride. And so if you're new around here, and, or if you haven't already, it would be a huge favor to me and to the team if you go ahead and gave us a five star review and left us a review and shared with us some of your favorite parts of the podcast. Now, this is really powerful for two main reasons. Number one, This will give me a little bit of insight into what it is that you love so that I can create more of that along that line of doing and working from the word love. So that would be huge insight and I'd be forever grateful. And for reason number two, when you leave the review, it signals to Apple that this is a very relevant podcast. And I'm super passionate about helping really smart personal trainers and physical therapists package their products and position their work in a very powerful way because it kills me to see these really smart trainers working so hard and not generating the revenue that they deserve when other people who might not be as qualified as they are, are generating 10 times the amount of revenue that they are. And so when you leave a review, this signals to Apple that this is very relevant and it will just get this message out in front of more smart and struggling physical therapists and personal trainers. So if you haven't already, go ahead, leave a five-star review and be sure to screenshot it before you submit it and send it to support at besimsonfitness.com and we'll send you an awesome bonus episode that I'll be retiring soon. Now, this episode was really inspired by a lot of the questions that I was getting around the live simple selling training that I did back in December. And also from a lot of the DMs and that I've been receiving on Instagram and the work with my PT Profit Plus members. And so if you haven't heard, I actually took that training and I put it into a 60-minute masterclass training. So if you want to catch that replay and really discover the three pillars of performance when it comes to messaging and it comes to packaging your offers and really generating the revenue inside of your fitness business, check the link in the show notes because there's an opportunity for you to actually catch that replay and really legitimately start generating revenue today. So let's go ahead and just dive in. So what to do if your content isn't working? All right, so I'm gonna ask you a very powerful question, just something for you to think about as we dive into this subject. And I will give you some tangible action steps. But one of the things that I really want you to think about is number one, how do you know that it's not working? Now, it seems like such a simple question, but honestly, the question is really powerful because if you're saying that it's not working, then what you're really saying is that there's some type of expectations or requirements or goals that you've put around your piece of content, whether it's a post, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube video, and it's not meeting there. And what's Interesting to me is that I'll take for example, I had someone that is currently working on a launch right now, and she is just over the moon with the fact that she generated 10K in this first launch. She's so excited. I have another client that generated 10K and is disappointed. Now, what's important to note about this story is that neither of these circumstances or client feelings are wrong or bad or right. It's just simply an honest perspective on what happened and the feelings that are associated with what happened. And I'm bringing it up because I want you to see that the exact same result in terms of what happened, happened to both of them, but based on expectations, based on interpretations and based on what happened there are different feelings. And so with that said, I really want you to get present to how do you know if it's not working? What are you comparing it to? Compared to what? So it's very important that you or your team have some KPIs, key performance indicators, that you track and that you are measuring in a non-emotional way. So that you can really determine, okay, the performance of this post or performance of this piece of content is not resonating. And so it's important that you set this for you and for your team. But for me, I'll just share in my team, we are measuring downloads, we're measuring views, and we're comparing pieces against each other. Meaning I'm really looking at my content on a seven-day basis. 30 day spectrum. And I'm really looking at the engagement and I'm looking at likes, comments, shares. I'm looking at each piece as it compares to each other on a spectrum. Now I'm asking myself, am I posting every day? Am I being consistent? Am I sticking to the plan? And if all of those fundamental discipline components are in place, then I'm going to go look at the insight and I'm going to look for speaking to Instagram specifically, and I'm gonna see what's resonating and what's not. Now, depending on where I am in my process and where I am in my marketing plan, I can determine how well a piece of content is doing based on the intention behind what I want this content piece to do. Now, all businesses need people And the people need to turn to prospects and the prospects then become purchases. And the how you carry the customer through this journey is through that ladder of believability where they go from, I believe in you and believe in your offer. I believe that I can do it as in the client can do it. And I believe that I need it Now, that's the ladder of believability, and your content is designed to carry your people through that experience. And in order to do that, you need to know what the problem is, you need to poke the pain, and then you need to solve the problem and sell the solution. And so that customer experience, that customer journey, how long it takes people from going from point A to point B, it really works like an accordion. It can happen in one post. It can happen in three posts. It can happen in three months. It really depends on your marketing plan. So with that in mind, now you know where you are, what you're doing, what the intention is behind your piece of content. There are five types of content that I teach inside the PT Profit formula. The first being a polarizing piece. Now these pieces, this comes from a concept of a thought reversal, which I learned from a mentor, Brazal Lucero. What a polarizing piece is designed to interrupt the scrolling. This piece is designed to shift a perspective. This is oftentimes the ones that will ruffle people's feathers These are the pieces that are often shared the most, commented on the most. It's oftentimes when you have people that are trolling you, but these pieces are designed to be shared, to get in front of as many audience members as possible. And then you have the connection pieces. These are your friend pieces. These are the pieces where you get to Pull the audience in. We all talk about know, like, and trust. But what that really means is somebody is deepening that connection and deepening that sense of this person gets me. And and it can be some, some friend content, but it's mostly the inspiring content where you show that you've been in their shoes or you have clients that have been in their shoes, that you stand for something, what your deeper purpose is. These are the pieces of content that get you and your clients out of bed in the morning when you don't feel like it, because we all know that motivation doesn't work and that habits and discipline are the ones that are there for you. And when you love what you do, it makes those habits easier. Honestly, because I love you, and because I love my podcast, that's what makes it easy for me on a Sunday night at 8 p.m. when the kids are gone to bed, and I literally have 90 minutes to myself to be here and put my thoughts out on paper, because I love this. And when I say on paper, I really mean on audio, on Zoom, get my thoughts from what's in my brain out and out to you, even though it's messy and not perfect. I love it. These are the pieces of content where you get to celebrate your clients, demonstrate that you know what you're doing. Then you have your educational pieces of content. These are the ones that are you teaching your how-tos is your first one, your how-tos, which are often step one, step two, step three. And then you have your value adds. Now, these are education types of pieces, but they might not necessarily be step one, step two, step three. So an example that I often give is that a how-to, I might say three ways to get healthy carbohydrates in at breakfast. Number one. Number two, a value add, something where I'm teaching, but it's not necessarily step one, step two, is when I'm saying something like, the nutritional differences between a sweet potato and a white potato, and then go into that. And then the fifth piece, which I'm not awesome at, but these are the motivational pieces. These are designed to get people to take messy, consistent, quick, Action, the just do it, the means. Gary Vee is awesome at these motivational pieces. And now, the structure of your piece, whether it is a podcast, a YouTube, or a piece of content, blog post, or an IG post. Now, each specific platform is going to have their own style and requirements of how best and how, you know, their best practices in terms of performance. But the structure of the piece is usually the same, which is hook. What's going to capture your audience, the content, which is the value, which is the insight. And at the end, it's going to be a call to action at every post, every piece of content, whether or not you're in a promotion or not. You might just be calling to action to engage, especially if you're trying to get some one-on-one clients or you're trying to grow your platform, your Instagram, your social platform. Give them a reason to engage with you, to comment, give them, create that comfortable container inside of your social media network so that they are inspired to connect with you and they feel safe to connect with you. And so once you start planning that out, you kind of get a good pulse on how your content's doing, what you want it to do for you, and how you want to carry them through that customer journey take a look at your KPIs. How well are they performing and how well are they performing against your other content? Like for example, my podcast, I love it. It's amazing. And the guests that I have on here are top notch. But when I look at the promotion that I do for it, and I look at my Instagram, I noticed that the way that it had been currently promoted It wasn't doing as well as some of my other things, like my photos of me or photos of just quotes, but I know that the content is top notch. So I started to look at it clinically and thought to myself, what is it about this post that is not compelling? So I started to split test it because marketing at the end of the day is guessing, testing and assessing. And I started to mess around with other ways to promote the podcast and other Things like a photo of me did better to promote the podcast than the video preview. Does that mean that I don't run video previews? No, of course I do. I'm always split testing, but I'm really always looking at how can I make this fun? How how can I increase performance? But mostly, how can I make this fun? And, and making sure I'm putting out stuff that I love and that I'm proud of. So, just a quick recap on this short episode. Here are some of the things that I'm really looking at when I'm deciding whether or not it's not performing well. Number one, we need to know how do we know if it's not performing well compared to what? Make sure, number two, make sure you're creating the key performance indicators for yourself and or for your team so that you're communicating what to guest test and assess and making sure that things are doing well and doing not well, making the number three, making sure that you are, of course, fulfilling in on your discipline, showing up every day, then really evaluating what's what is actually happening without getting attached to the outcome. Number four, evaluate the type of content that you're putting on. In this podcast, we went through the five different types that I teach, but always go back to the KPIs. How is it resonating with your audience? And then really look at those pieces that do well. What is it about those pieces that are performing well? What are the actual components of it in terms of the creative and the copy? And then making sure that you have a really good base of hook, value, insight, and a call to action at every post, every piece of content that you put out, no matter what. And lastly, I'm going to leave you with this, which I haven't said yet, because I feel like this could be a whole nother podcast, but it often, it's, it's come to me both as a client, both as someone who started out, both with working with hundreds of people, which is You know, what are the main differences that I see between the people that are struggling versus the people that? are successful. And really ultimately it comes down and everybody's dealing with the same things. Am I good enough? Imposter syndrome, feeling like messaging is working, but it's not working. It really ultimately comes down to two things, the offer and the messaging. And then the third thing, it really comes down to three things, really. The offer, the messaging, and then the complete and utter belief that your success is inevitable and to recognize that no matter what happens, it's just data and that we need to guess, test and assess and reassess. And I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that. I feel like that's another separate conversation, but those are some things for you to start taking a look at when you're evaluating the performance of your content that you're putting out. Now, if you really need help with this, go check the show notes. I've got a training on that simple selling. It's going to really help you with the three pillars of performance when it comes to generating more revenue inside of your business. So of course, we're going to link that up in the show notes, but that's it for you today. And I look forward to seeing you on Thursday. We've got some incredible speakers that are lined up for 2021. So hopefully you're just as excited as I am. Be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, share it on your social media, let me know what your biggest takeaways are, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels.